<laughs> All right, and hello. Welcome to It's a Scary Life. I'm your host, Melody, and this is my phenomenal co-host, Ellen. Hello. And we are back for another another episode. Woo. Yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> I have gotten one clue, which is that Melody muttered something about Hawaii. Nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's it, folks. <laughs> As I was wrapping up uh, some writing when Ellen arrived, so. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I assume we're going to talk about the horrific colonization and theft of Hawaii from I mean, Native Hawaiians. We could do that, and we could also discuss, you know, how they, you know, deserve to become their own country so they can then yeah. tax American resorts up the hoo-ha. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it is true, and it is crime. So Give I Hawaiian figured... land back to Hawaiians. What? Do it. <laughs> yeah, ever since the first time I heard about the annexation of Hawaii in U.S. history, Ooh. I was like, um... Annexation is such a loaded fuck fucking word. Like, my God. I was like, was this okay? <sighs> no, was it wasn't. That, that it wasn't was... okay. No, it just never was. The normalization of it in media, too, was awkward. Yeah, but I mean, what did we expect? Oh, God, yeah. The second we annexed Hawaii, Hollywood was there. Yep. Immediately. Oh, doing so many terrible beach movies. Because <sighs> we don't have beaches in the contigu- contiguous? The contiguous. Contiguous? Contin- uh, continuous or continental? In the continental 48. Yes. Yeah. The first time, contiguous. Aha! We have it on good authority that I was right the first time. Contiguous is indeed a word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The solid forty-eight, mm-hmm. not Alaska and Hawaii. Which, why do we have Alaska and Hawaii? Um, I think we have Alaska because of some random deal we made in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, I get that. It's just it's one of those things where I'm like, but why? <laughs> so like it's just completely detached all the way. You literally have to drive through Canada. Well, yeah, it's Empire Building. <laughs> We, we can't let the Canadians be the only ones to, like, freeze their balls off, you know? It's got to be us, too. And we get that sweet, sweet oil, you know? True. And we True. can murder polar bears, you know? But oh. Listen, I don't want to. But, you know, that is uh, effective. Drilling the oil and burning it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a fun time. Only indigenous people should get to kill polar bears. Exactly, because they'll use every part of the animal, and they only kill what they need. And also, make really good winter gear out of it. Exactly. Like, yeah. They did studies, and they were like, "It looks like Inuit people are the best at making cold weather clothes." And I'm like, Absolutely. "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that tracks." It's almost like seal skin is very excellent, and you know, you only need it's to kill a, a couple. It's insulated. You don't have to hurt the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, it's subsistence hunting. Mm-hmm. It works. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ellen. So today, today's episode is a very special episode. Oh boy. Are you gonna teach me about like not how to not do drugs? <laughs> how to not do drugs? Yeah. Are you gonna tell me how to say no to drugs, Melody? Um, no, I'm not Nancy Reagan. I'm cool. Gonna tell good. You to, I'm gonna teach you how to say yes to drugs and how to safely do drugs. Oh, um, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today, Ellen, where we are covering our first cult. <gasps> I do, I do like a good 
cult story. I love it. I do. They're fun. (laughs) They're so fun. Um, It's a modern cult that formed in the early 2000s. It got a lot of media coverage last year. (gasps) Oh, my God. Is it those? Is it the weird mother God people? (laughs) Is it the weird mother God people? So between the leaders of family trying to bring the cult to light to stop her influence oh and my God. botched mummification by her followers, there's been a lot to cover in the media. Yes! Oh my God, I'm so excited. But what really lies beneath the surface in this religious movement surrounding one foul mouth and abrasive woman? Today we cover the cult Love Has Won and its leader, Amy Carlson. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's fucking go. I'm so excited. I definitely watched the Dr. Phil episode about it. And then YouTube just was like, hey, you want to keep watching Dr. Phil? And I was like, I was really only interested. Right. It's like I watch Dr. Phil in very specific situations where it's like, well, he was the one who got the interview. So mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do not like nor respect Dr. Phil. He is a very bad psychologist. I don't think he's even, like, registered to practice anymore. Oh, no, he hasn't been registered for a very long time. Like, he let that lapse once the money started rolling in. Yeah, he's just a TV personality at this point. Which, hey, you know, you make money how you can. Which, like, I mean, good for you. You still have your doctorate, but you're an asshole. And okay, but most people who have a doctorate are assholes. I mean. Yeah, it's just it's the fact that he's perpetuating abuse as psychology. Oh, 100%. It's the worst. Um, yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> no no segue out of that really listen we will give you as many rants as we can fit into this absolutely and that is it our is. it's a scary life guarantee <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there should be like a little like noise. yeah like a, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah we can add that in post it's fine yeah uh, okay. <laughs> i'd have to find the sounds though uh, i mean you like really that. don't have to I okay can, i mean yeah <laughs> i can make all the sounds <laughs> I love that. (laughs) So what is it that qualifies a group as a cult? Typically, when we hear the term cult, we think of one type of cult, which is a religious cult, uh, like the one we're going to be discussing today. But businesses, intellectual and social groups can very quickly also become cults. Mm -hmm. Another term for a cult is a high control group which may be a term you'd want to use in an intervention with a loved one who you're worried about has like maybe joined a cult in order not to scare them off, you know, high control group. It's a better language, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure. Whatever, whatever lingo helps. And I mean, we do have a lot of connotations surrounding the word cult. So I think being able to use a more clinical term yeah something super helpful because then people are like but i would never run around the woods naked and like sacrifice babies <laughs> and it's like i get that but that's not i'm not a satanist or i'm not this is yeah there's so many reasons why cult would be a trigger word for a person to be like you're wrong yeah absolutely <laughs> whereas if you're like it's a high control group then they're like go on exactly. you know like they want yeah. to hear a little more yeah those are words that like are going to strike them. Um, Bonnie, I can't remember her last name, from Nixium, the actress. She was in Star Wars and such. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone had used that term to her, it, like, struck her that she was in that type of group immediately, mm-hmm. you know? She's so cool. She is. <laughs> yeah. But she is not in this cult. No, she is not. That's, that's, a, that's a story for another day. <gasps> Ooh, actually, though? Actually, though. Yes! Absolutely. 
I'm going to binge so many more documentaries and articles and things on that. Ooh, just the brand. Ooh. Ooh. So I just gross. get sympathetic cringes every so time. <laughs> Anyways. So to classify a cult takes a lot, but here is the gist of what makes a cult that I have found in my research. A cult or high control group has a leader or leaders who are authoritarian, charismatic, and narcissistic that claim to have special insight or knowledge unavailable without them. They do not allow critical thinking or questioning of the doctrine that they follow, and their followers will often have very strict rules to follow that don't apply to the leadership. Censorship and control and of who and what followers are allowed to have in their lives is common. So they may require you to cut off your family, stop eating. They'll control where you work, who you talk to. There's sleep. so much. Yeah, sleep deprivation is huge. Proselytizing their beliefs re- to recruit new members is one of the most common practices of a cult and a fast way to identify a cult. People are coming up to your door and knocking and being like, want to hear about my religion? Cult. Immediately. <laughs> great way to say yeah that's a cult mm-hmm. yep because for the people who are already in it getting rejected that much just solidifies their belief more that like oh we know the truth and some people are just gonna turn away um also if this is striking some chords with you um about like maybe a religious group that you're a part of or yeah. something like that you you, you might want to you know interrogate whether you're in a high control group exactly you know just for funsies yeah yeah just- Maybe take a breath. Maybe go on YouTube and take a look at some videos who left that particular group and see what they're saying. Yeah, it's always a good time. There's always a, especially those ones who go door to door. There's so many people who have left and can give you great information. Mm -hmm. So there is a sense within the group that people outside the group are lesser and that leaving the group is not allowed. So again, to those people who have felt that this has struck a chord. <laughs> if someone is telling you that you're not allowed to leave. That is, yeah, that's... That's kind of a red flag. Very big. Something to just kind of look out for. Yeah. You know, for fun. Exactly. Um, a healthy sense of individual and personal identity are stifled, making followers feeling as though they cannot leave because they are now one with this group. And commonly, there is financial abuse of the followers um, who often give up, you know, a percentage or sometimes even just everything for the group. And in many cases, there is evidence of physical, mental and sexual abuse. And on the financial point, I should say there's some interesting things that I have learned about tithing. Oh, so the original meaning of the word tithing is actually meaning like charity. Oh, is it like tzedakah? Yeah, like Sadaka. Sadaka. I um, am the child of a Hebrew school dropout. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's get that straight right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of like the concept of Sadaka. So tithing is originally the concept of giving to charity a certain amount that you make to charity and to your community. And then after the rise of a certain schizophrenic with delusions of grandeur, it became give your money to the church. Well, technically, a certain schizophrenic with delusions of grandeur, plus the Roman Empire taking on yeah. his religion. Also, you know, <laughs> for all we know, he was a nice Jewish boy, and things uh, just got out of control with his I friends. Don't know. He did kill all these sacrificial animals for the temple. Yeah, that was a dick move. That was a fucking dick move. It was a dick move. However, it's wild that his followers today will sometimes 
go to places that have like a Starbucks in their church. It is. Yeah. I kind of, it, 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 like, I personally love going to a thing and having people be like, hello, I know that you were just in a religious thing, but would you like some cool soap? Like, that's fun for me. But maybe if your guy threw a temper tantrum and <laughs> braided his own whip, you, you, you might want to have a look at that. Yeah, maybe. He could have just been a carpenter, but no, no. He wanted to leave the family business and being a rabbi, well, it's quite all right for some, but... Well, he had to be a messiah, and that's just, it's not he how... He had to be a messiah. And, a, and the, the way he did it, it's just, it's not how a messiah works. You know, he, it would have been better if he had just continued with the carpentry. He was mm. a good little carpenter. What a great table I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we will not be roasting Christianity this entire episode. I, I promise. We'll be roasting the New Age moment for the movement. Hell <laughs> yes! Okay. Because this is some wild shit. So, Amy's early life. Amy Carlson was born November 30th, 1975, in a small Kansas town outside of Wichita. She is the three, or the eldest of three girls. Her parents had separated when she was young, and her mother remarried and then moved to Oklahoma City. In fairness, being from Kansas, there's not much else to do there. Oh, I know. In, in fairness, it's just like... Except, you know, join the local English, English country dance group or like... Yeah, start a cult. Yeah. Well, that comes later. <laughs> um, Amy's father had remarried around the same time and a custody, uh, a custody battle over her and her sisters had ensued. The girls split their time between their mother's and father's houses, uh, where Amy was said to have a very difficult relationship with her stepmother. There's always a wicked stepmother, isn't there? I mean, you gotta. <laughs> Who else are you going to murder with an axe? So when Amy was a teenager, her mother relocated to Dallas, Texas, where Amy thrived. She decorated her room with unicorns, sang in the church choir, and performed in some local place. Hmm. Amy was a straight-A student and popular among her peers. So, you know, normal, normal teenager. Don't want to trust the popular ones. <laughs> Especially because I am remembering, remembering that she was blonde. It's too much power. I love it. Being a skinny, blonde, popular girl. It's I mean, too many things. I know. It just, it's it, not realistic. <laughs> so by her early 20s, Amy had married a di and divorced once, giving birth to one child during that marriage. She had two children afterward, one with a boyfriend and one with another man that she would marry. Amy's mother described her as not being very maternal and a neglectful mother with her children. In the mid-2000s, Amy started getting into the spiritual and New Age community online through the website lightworkers.org. Oh, God. Oh, I know. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Heavy New Age stuff. Mmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. This only leads good places. So she had become a regular student and a poster in their forums. And this was where she met the man who put her life as a cult leader in motion. In the forums, Amy met Amareth White Eagle, who convinced her that he was the divine father god. Oh, god damn it. And that she, too, was a divine being. Oh, listen, magical names are magical names, but my <laughs> god, you gotta look at a person and be like, what sort of shit? Amareth White Eagle. Oh, I know. It's, it's a name. It's, 
Like, it's like a couple names. Like, my God. It's not as bad as when someone, like, has their magical name be that of a deity, but, like, it's it's up there. It's, I should note that white eagle is one word, and eagle is still capitalized. Of course it is. Yeah. Sure. Love it. Uh, I feel like such a crouchy naysaying old witch. I love it. Ah, fucking. Um, do what you like in your own practice, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Which I think this guy was. Yeah, he he seems kind of okay. I don't know. He was claiming to be Father God. That's Fair. weird as hell. But I don't know. I feel like he still maybe had a way out since he leaves her at some point. It's a thing. Oh, that's um, nice. So Amareth White Eagle stated that Amy was his twin flame, or. One uh, is what, which means one soul in two bodies. Everybody took that one Greek concept and really ran with it. it. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's it's so twee. I mean, (sighs) Hedwig has a very good song. Oh, no, listen, Hedwig did fine. (laughs) They did fine. It's a beautiful song. It's whatever. But also it's like a gritty, fun musical. Oh, God, yeah. This is real life. Those songs are great. Yeah, no, I, oh god, I'm not trying to gatekeep, I'm really not, but it's really hard. (laughs) So, once this happened, Amy began to claim that she would experience paranormal phenomena and had all her life, obviously. Oh, of course, as one does. And this apparently had begun when she was four or five years old and started talking with an angel. When did her parents divorce? When she was about nine, eight or nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in her first post about experiencing paranormal phenomena, posted on lightworkers.org on September 1st, 2007, she said a voice told her that she was destined to become the president of the United States. And she said, and I'm cleaning the kitchen, baby down, just down for a nap, and I feel a tap on my shoulder, and a whisk of hair, and in my left ear, and then I heard a lower-toned voice, not really even a voice, it was like a message, a violin would play, and it's music, and it said, President of the United States. I thought, what? What in the world does that mean? I dismiss it, and then I hear, you are going to be the President of the United States. I just want to put out there that we never elected this woman president. Yes. So, make of that. She also never ran for president. Like, never even came close. God's bless. Like, you were just going to magically be the president, huh? You were just going to... It was just going to happen. If you don't run for president and nobody votes for you, then you're not a president. Exactly. You're a wannabe dictator. (laughs) Um, So, later in 2007... Amy left her husband and three children and her career as a McDonald's manager behind to live her true life as Mother God alongside her father God, Amareth White Eagle in Crestone, Colorado. Good lord. I mean, listen, I'm glad the kids are well out of it. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they definitely think she's crazy. Fred, what's up? Oh, Fred is chirping. <laughs> the cat is very cute. Okay. So, Crestone, Colorado is believed... Uh, that there's a lot of spiritual energy by the new wave, new age movement, and high activity by ufologists, which are people who study UFOs. Um, oh God, is it the ley lines? Are there like really powerful <laughs> ley lines that are intersecting? Or- Honestly, this is one of those things. Like, 
rock formations for some reason new agey people are just like there's magic here um i mean listen i'm all for the like the inherent magic of the world <laughs> like i'm so here for that yeah. i just i'm a grumpy old lady yeah and also I, ley lines yeah. are just early longitude and latitude guys it's just it's just ancient longitude latitude there's no but melody it's magic <laughs> You know, there are places that do feel more powerful, but, like... Oh, fairness, yes, but I... Yeah. Any place in the U.S. where it feels powerful, I'm like, should I be here? Because mm-hmm. it probably isn't meant for me as a white lady. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the area was also formerly the Bloodless Valley, where violence had stopped amongst Native tribes for sacred pilgrimages. There it is. Yeah. There it fucking is. Yeah. We have the actual native connection of the valley. Because, yes, a lot of the rock formation valleys do have sacred connections in native tribes. But they are not always spiritual. Doesn't necessarily mean there's spiritual energy there. It's just like, you know, it was peaceful land. Or it was somewhere where they did specific rituals. Or just an area that they would meet other tribes to negotiate. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of things are secret for many reasons. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that a bunch of white people get to come on there and then claim that it's sacred to them. Oh, yeah. Be like, this spiritual energy is mine. No. It's like, mm, let's talk about what happened to the people who, spiritual, who, who first felt the spiritual energy. Let's, yes. let's talk what about What happened that. to them? Mm-hmm. Does, Do they still reside on this land? Does it feel right taking that from them? Mm-hmm. Uh, But at this time, Amy had stopped contact with most of her family and friends, only popping up later in their lives to recruit them into the cult. Of course. So once together, Amy and Amarith White Eagle, the two self-proclaimed deities, uh, formed their group Galactic Federation of Light. Oh my god. The fucking Galactic Federation of Might? Of Light. Ugh. Yep. Gods, listen, the they're worst. trying to do some duotheistic Wiccan weirdness, which, like, duotheism is cool and fun and valid. Live your life. Have fun. Um, it's a great, it's, I think it's a fun way to see. But then you're bringing in, like, <laughs> the the UFO energy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the God's teeth. I know a lot of people get to, like, really solid practices and, and life journeys through New Age stuff, but... This ain't it. There comes a point yeah. when it's just you're doing so you're mashing up so many things. <laughs> just so much. Oh, pick a lane. Yeah. This is it's special. Mm. We should cover Heaven's Gate one time. It'll be fun. <laughs> I mean, listen, I appreciate their commitment to stuff. Like oh, yeah. I think I think the survivors like perceptions of like what happened are really fascinating. Just that they're like, yeah, no, we still believe. Oh, God, yeah, it's, it's We just terrifying. didn't get on the ship. And it's like, you know? This is terrifying. You stuck with it. That is, Ye- yeah. It really is true brainwashing. Yeah. Um, What's life without a little brainwashing, though? <laughs> well, I mean, we wouldn't have the Galactic Federation of Light. Okay, that's not fair. It is fair. It's completely fair. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the two had began posting videos on YouTube in January 2009. Both Amy and Amareth White Eagle would post videos on the channel. Amareth posted preaching love to people 
and Amy posted the Galactic Free Press, where she formed the basis of Love Has One Belief around Mother God. And a lot of the things that they were saying were very unoriginal. A lot of his videos were like, I love you. You are loved. The universe is a loving place. We should all feel joy. I mean, that's nice. And if then you're going to be weird and culty, you might as well. And then her stuff is like, oh, I should. We're going to cover the rest of that time in a moment. Okay. <laughs> it is. Oh, insane. is it the very abusive stuff? It is the actual beliefs of love has one. Which oh, God. Is some, some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her relationship with Amareth White Eagle did not last, however. And her explanation of their split was that Father God's energy cannot be contained in one vessel. Therefore, there are many Father Gods out there for her. But, but only one of her. Exactly. Oh, only one what? God's teeth. <sighs> Listen, if anyone is out here being like, the difference between men and women is that... No, listen, mm-hmm. women can be just as shitty as men, given literally the slightest push. Oh, God, yeah, she Just is. the least amount of encouragement. Oh, yeah, she went from just average, kind of popular girl to this. Mm-hmm. Like, what? She should have a minivan and be doing junior high antics with other PTA moms. Yeah, but would you want that kind of energy in the PTA? No, but, like... At least she would have a normal fucking life and not guiding people like this. Yeah, no, she would definitely have far less influence than she did. Uh, So this was also when she had rebranded the group as Love Has One. So Love Has One videos preach their dogma to recruit new members from wherever they were in the world on their YouTube channel. The group professed that Mother God was 19 billion years old. And had lived many lives on Earth. Isn't that older than the actual age of the universe? Yes. Cool. Um, sure. Pull it out your ass. Mm-hmm. So Amy had been reincarnated 534 times and got to run the gambit of important figures in her past lives, once being Cleopatra, Jesus, Joan of Arc, and Marilyn Monroe. Listen, everybody's been Marilyn Monroe and Cleopatra. That's, oh, yeah. You're not special. <laughs> So Father God and Mother God would leave the 144,000 of the Book of Revelation to the fifth dimension where they would live beyond mortality in the shackles of our broken third world. So for those unfamiliar with the 144,000 as a concept. Can I just get one more grief sigh? (laughs) Yes. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, I think I'm good. Yeah, so the 144,000 is a select group of humanity that will get saved and live with God in heaven when the apocalypse happens. Because that's the end game of most cults is everyone's going to die. Of course. It's a great, actually great indicator of a cult is that they preach something where everyone is going to die. So when Father God and Mother God lead to the 144,000 into the fifth dimension... Everyone in the third world will then have their energies recycled into the sun. Isn't that nice? Sure. I just, I feel like there's there's a lot of mashup, nonsensical, non-sequiturs happening here. <laughs> and I really, I don't want to research far enough that I like actually watch some of these videos. But I am like, how is there a justification like, do you try and, like, no. bring this together, or are you just spouting shit? I mean, these are already people who 
they draw in people who are already into like conspiracy theories and things like that. So cognitive dissonance is not a problem. <sighs> I uh, know, I know, but like, yes, <laughs> you need internal consent if you're gonna start a cult, which you shouldn't. It's not <laughs> nice to start cults, children. But if you're going to, please give your cult like theology, like some internal logic. Yeah. Like, pl- for my sake. You I'm not going to join it. There never is. But, like, just to stop me from getting a headache. There's always, like, you get your own planet. Or, like... Unless you're a woman. We can't celebrate anything. or Like, there's always some weird shit mm-hmm. in a cult where you're just like, what the... Why? Like, it just makes no sense. It has nothing to do with any other doctrine. <sighs> okay. So, Amy, as Mother God, was always under attack from the Cabal, or the shadow global organization hell-bent on keeping humanity in a low vibrational state. God damn it. So they're they're anti-Semitic. Oh, absolutely. So they're deeply, deeply anti-Semitic. Can we have one cult that's fun and not anti-Semitic? No. Please? that's, That's part of the purpose of being in a cult for a lot of people. You don't understand, Ellen. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm not in a fucking cult, I don't think. Um, so they are the minions of reptilians and the Anunkai, or oh a group of ancient God. aliens or Sumerian deities, depending on the gr- who in the group you're speaking with, which means the doctrine changes over time. Why not both? Um, so the Cabal is a global elite connected to the Illuminati and orchestrates mm-hmm. all of the awful things happening in the world from mass shootings to wars to the COVID pandemic, which is also a hoax. How are they doing it, but it's also a hoax? Exactly. Like, is it real or is it... Mm, mm. So, yeah, it's just... It's, it's juice. It's just repeated. It's just... It's, it's the same yeah. regurgitated medieval conspiracy theories about Jewish people that still plague our, our world through dog whistles like Cabal and Ripillions and Illuminati. One day I'm going to um, make some golems. I'm just going to make a little army of teeny golems. Then you'll all see. <laughs> so do my gonna, bidding so you're going to do exactly what the anti-semitic conspiracy theorists are worried about is that you're going to take over the world with your golems oh I'm not going to take over the world I'm just going to make them like do my shopping and maybe my laundry oh that's nice yeah, yeah. and I'll treat them as people because they're little people because yes. I read Frankenstein Yeah. and I know what you need to do when you create another like Oh, you mean don't just Semi- run away and fear like a weird you coward? You've got to parent. Just reanimated. You have to parent, yeah. even if they're freaking ugly. You just you gotta you gotta push through. You gotta be like, listen, I did this, and I'm going to love it unconditionally and teach it not to murder. Also, just Fr- Victor Frankenstein's a little bitch. Like he, he literally he didn't even go to medical thing. school. He, I mean, like he went, but like he stayed for less than a year. Okay. He's not even Doctor Frankenstein. Oh, I know. And Mr. Just like, Frankenstein, can and you it's just please? Like, dude, you created this thing, and then you immediately run away because it's too scary. Like, you grave robbed. What did you think this was going to be like? He robbed so many fucking graves. Exactly. And you know, getting off yeah. <laughs> Mary Shelley. <laughs> uh, I've read that book too many times. Um, it's a good book. Is there too many times? Nah, it's fine. It's fine. This so, is fine. Yeah, but anywho, the cabal in... Uh, Amy's lifetime had attempted assassination over 600 times and each one she thwarted because she's so awesome. Sure. (laughs) And because of this belief in the cabal, 
When QAnon began to rear its ugly head, no. Amy and her followers latched onto the theories put forth by the conspiracy theorists. Oh my god, why are they the worst? Everything they do. Why? But it's all love and light, guys. It's all just love and light. It's okay. all positive. Is it internally anti-Semitic if I like, send a little army of golems just to go to her remaining followers and continuously flip them the bird? <laughs> just like, I, I'm talking like knee-high little guys. Just, just with Emmet carved into their forehead. Just like, they're fine. Just flipping the bird. Nothing else. I love it. Yeah. Wow. So Amy claimed that in one of her past lives, Donald Trump had been her father, where she was Wait. also the queen of the lost continent, Lemuria. No, 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 Melody, go back, please. In a past life, yes. Donald Trump, like in Donald Trump's past life or in yes. her past? So in her past life, Donald Trump's was also in a past life, and he was her father, and she was the queen of the continent, Lemuria. Lemuria? That isn't even clever! Oh, I know. That's not even... God! So Lemuria is actually a disproven, hypothetical continent that had sunk beneath the Indian Ocean, proposed in 1864 by zoologist Philip Schlater. Oh! Yeah! And, yeah, his hypothesis was accepted by the theosophist community and was also incorporated into many occultist beliefs as the origins of humankind. It was debunked, sure. though, once we figured out plate tectonics by the 1960s, so... But when is a little bit of science going to get in the way of, of true believers, Melody? That is true. And that's why she believes she was the queen of Lemuria. Sure. So Fucking the, sure. Yeah. And the group believes that the Lemurians are living in, in uh, Mount Shasta, California now. Like in the mountain. So that's a really easy theory to disprove. Oh, yeah. That's so... You can't... You can't have easily disprovable <laughs> shit in your call. I mean, you can. It should. Yeah. Sure. Sure, of course they are. Amy had also asserted that she had a personal relationship with Robin Williams and would often have no. conversations with him from beyond the grave. I know. Don't drag Robin Williams into this. She told her followers that Robin was actually the Archangel Zed Keel. And the archangel, who was the archangel of benevolence, freedom, mercy, and the patron angel of all who forgive. Sure. Sure, why not? Yeah. Fuck it. Let the levels are crazy. And, and there are many videos where you can watch her literally... Make shit up. Just ha yeah, having a conversation with Robin. Oh, Robin's talking to me, and she'll be, like, laughing. And she'll talk to him out loud. Cool, 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 it's cool, 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 cool. A little scary. So the philosophies of Love Has Won drew vulnerable people into it with some ease because of their YouTube channel. Some people even do the same as Amy, abandoning their former lives to move to Colorado and serve the group. Overall, the group ha Love Has Won had a core group of about a dozen or so loyal followers who paid Amy's bills and would be at her beck and call to fulfill her every whim. Other followers were referred to as ambassadors were from anywhere between 100 and 200 people. Followers of Love Has Won were never allowed to drink or do drugs and must follow Amy's every doctrine. Wait, but Amy... Oh, I know. <laughs> so because Amy was Mother God, she took on the role of feeling all of the world's suffering. And according to Amy, she was capable of spiritual surgery where she would lay hands on a person and change their vibrational energy to heal them. 
She, however, was unable to use this ability to fix herself of her own woes as the suffering she takes on the world would bleed out into humanity if she was healing herself. Oh boy, that's a good cover. So in a contract that she has with humankind, Amy takes on the pain without giving herself any spiritual relief. So to maintain those high levels of pain, Amy drank and smoked weed constantly. One former follower of Love's Have One stated he saw Amy drink nine bottles of vodka in a single day. That's almost impressive. That is, that's going fucking hard. That's, that's just, did she have a liver? I, oof, she, she did some huge damage to that liver and mm-hmm. her kidneys and her pancreas. It's gross. Mm-hmm. And when Amy is drunk, she gets mean. And her cruelty to others is, of course, explained away as a side effect of taking on all the world's suffering in this and her previous lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, she feels all the suffering from her previous lives concurrently with the suffering of the world today. Sure. Yep. Why, why not? Um, why not? So in early videos, Amy is more pleasant and kind. She's able to draw in a crowd to worship her in this way. Her videos after Amareth White Eagle were produced by her new follower, Miguel Lamboy, who Amy later named Archangel Michael Silver. (sighs) Oh, I know. (laughs) (sighs) What? No. God, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It's just... It's one of those names that's like... People think sounds really cool, and then you're just like, no, no. Calling any living person an archangel is just silly. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just, it's all very silly. Yeah. But it's not silly because she like did some real harm, didn't she? Like shut some children in a closet or something? Oh yeah, we're getting there. Oh god. So Amy was able to make a true believer out of Miguel when he came to her with end stage lung cancer, with one lung having already been removed. Amy had laid her hands on him, and she and Miguel both believed that she had healed him. Miguel would film Amy by a stream that they lived near for her to preach her credo to everyone who would listen. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So how, how is Miguel doing now? He, is he fully reason? dead? No, he's alive. Um, well, that's nice. That's good. He's no longer in the group, I don't think. That's good! So maybe he got some actual medical help. That's maybe. good. Lo- oh, um, God. But uh, later on in 2019, when Love Has Won was established as a 501c3. No! Nonprofit organization. No! Oh, it was Miguel who had organized, uh, who was the organized brain behind those filings. Sure. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Amy, of course, was always on the search for a partner to be her final father god and bring the 144,000 to the fifth dimension alongside her. Of course. And Amy found her father god amongst her followers in a man that she saw potential in. His name was Jason Castillo, and he began appearing in Love is One videos in 2018. The union of Amy and Jason was the final straw to open up the aggressive downturn for of love has won for which they have become infamous over time as amy became more entrenched in her alcoholism and drug dependency the videos became more explicit content amy would yell profanities calling non-believers whores and retards and order harsh punishments to followers 
Sure. The physical effects of her excessive drinking would slowly become more apparent as well, as Amy wasn't eating much anymore, developing anorexia. So the side effects of the alcohol were accelerating her aging and shutting down her body faster. Mm-hmm. By the time she was making her vinyl videos, she was visibly blue. You've got to do so much shit wrong. Or not like actively do, but like so much shit has to go wrong with your body. For you to be blue. Yeah. Like, mm. blue is something people going through, like, intense chemotherapy <laughs> have happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not normal. Mm-mm. I mean, it's a concern. Yeah. So, the first contact ground crew team live streams were updates of the goings-on within Love Has Won. What did they I call started. themselves? The first contact ground crew team. <sighs> Melody, what the fuck? <laughs> and those live streams had started in uh, 2018. Sure, of course they did. Yeah. Sure. And in every video, there are about 10 members sitting together, discussing their day-to-day life, serving Mother God, and proselytizing to spread the word. Mm-hmm. Live audience members could ask chat, uh, could use the chat to ask questions, and the members would spread whatever guidance about the world Amy was giving them. They often spoke about the cabal, was getting worse and stories of assassination attempts had increased. In every first contact ground crew live stream, you can at many points hear Amy yelling at people over everything and anything. The followers often awkwardly following si- falling silent and trying to move on without much success as Amy's yelling could last quite a while. Mm-hmm. So the followers explained that Amy couldn't appear in the live streams because her vibrational energy was too great and if she were to appear during those live streams all the wolf viewers would explode do it apparently this did not apply to the screeching of her voice so there are several posted videos of amy after two, uh, 2018 during her decline where she is actively abusing members in various ways in one video amy is ordering an upset two-year-old to be put in a dark closet by themselves for time out simply for the fact that the child had been made upset and Amy ordered him to stop crying, which, of course, the child didn't. Yeah, it's a two-year-old. So when the child was still upset coming out of the closet, Amy would order him back into the closet. This was with the mother of the child sitting right there and multiple other followers sitting in agreement with Amy. In an interview with Dr. Phil, Amy and a couple of her followers defended Amy's actions as simply discipline. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Pretty. That's some train up a child shit. Yep. So in another video from 2019, after Amy claims to have become paralyzed and bedridden from taking on the world's woes, Amy is seen berating a follower for bringing her meatballs instead of chicken parmesan. Oh, I remember that one. She slurs as she calls him a moron and other insults and orders him to be punished. So several followers of Love Has One physically abused and verbally berated the man who brought the wrong Italian cuisine. My God. The entire ordeal was filmed and posted to the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. The first contact ground crew team streams were increasingly abusive and troubling as Amy's health, mental and physical, got worse. The doctrine they pushed became about final warnings and the classic, if you aren't, you're with us, you'll be crushed, all or nothing belief system. According to Rolling Stone in 2019, when the group was asked if they had any weapons, one follower answered, we're supposed to say no. 
And one member outright threatened the audience in 2019 saying, anyone who tries to fuck with us will kill you. We will fucking kill you because there's no time left. And we've seen our mom suffer so much. I know so many people watch these live streams. I know there's rich people out there with millions of dollars who watch these. And how dare you? We're coming for you. These live streams became increasingly a space for more right-wing conspiracy theories to enter first contact ground team uh, crew team's conversation. But the name's too long. Um, you can just say first contact. True. True. They pushed racist and anti-Semitic rhetoric, including an alternate history of Hitler and the Holocaust. God damn it. It just doesn't get God, any better. What the fuck? It just layers and layers of awful. So for the group, Amy created a game called Find the Whore, where members would be able to call out other members' behavior that was deemed inappropriate of a follower of Mother God. The group would be able to berate anyone called out, often reducing people to tears. This is healthy. After, this is fine. Yeah. So after these sessions, punishments ranged from starvation to isolation, and many of these sessions were posted to the Love Has One YouTube channel. Of course they were. Why not? I mean, I think the fact that this entire group is so terminally online is fascinating. Oh, I know. Like, a lot, like, so many cults thrive on secrecy, like, the behind-closed-doors aspect of it. But they just didn't. They're just out here. Yeah, it's it's the entire idea of the Order of the Solar Temple is that everything's behind closed doors. And to this day, we have no idea what their rituals looked like. The what? The Order of the Solar Temple? Nope. Oh. Oh, no. That's a good cult. All right, rich listeners. Oh. I think we should learn about it. Yes. I think we should find out more. Um, yeah, it was the occult exclusively for rich people. It's beyond crazy. So weird. Um, so in addition to worshipping Amy and making content for her channel, the members worked for the many businesses that grew out of the LLC given to the group when they gained their 501c3. God damn it. I know. So Love as One sold online consultations and over-the-phone spiritual ener- spiritual surgery sessions that were actually done by members of the core group. They also had Gaia's Whole Healing Essentials, an internet store where customers could buy essential oils, crystals, and colloidal silver. God damn it. So colloidal silver is pushed in many circles as a cure-all dietary supplement. Don't eat it. And Amy would ingest this alongside her daily bottles of vodka. See, I heard that that some people think that's part of the reason she turned blue. Oh, yes. This attributed highly to her supposed paralysis and her skin turning blue. Mm -hmm. That's that's the... That plus the vodka. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There was going to be some uh, grossness going on with her skin either way. Don't ingest colloid. Uh, <laughs> don't ingest, don't don't what? Uh, don't ingest uh, colloidal silver. Mm-hmm. I know it's a it's a fun first word. Yeah, yeah. So they offered remote energy healing through the store, and in the ascension guide given to those to who bought that healing guidance, required them to use grounding tools to aid their ascension, which included taking long cold showers. Sure. Sun gazing, or literally just staring at the sun. Healthy. Smoking organic hand-rolled cigarettes, and eating red meat at least twice a week. Okay, I mean, that part I'm fine with. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I prefer fish, but, you know. I like steak. 
I don't. I think the texture of a whole cut of beef is gross, so I only like ground beef or beef jerky. But I love the effects salmon has on my body. That's fair. My acne goes away. I like the way the protein feels once it's like in my system. Like 30 minutes after eating, I feel amazing when I have salmon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like eating dead cow. Just full big pieces of dead cow. Good for you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So in August 2020, Amy had made a bold move with Love Has Won and brought her core group to the island of Kauai, settling into a beachfront rental in uh, Waniha. Haven't haven't the native Hawaiians been through enough? No, apparently not. Why? Um, What a fuck it... Fine. Yeah, so after moving to Hawaii, Amy declared that she was the Hawaiian goddess Pele. No. No. I'm just gonna... No. No. (laughs) You don't get to do that shit. That's so fucking fucked. And Pele is a goddess of fire. As if Pele would come back as some skinny-ass blonde white lady. Yeah, and the creator of the Hawaiian Islands. Why would that be a blonde woman? Why, Why would they come back to the core 48 and not, you know, the islands? Exactly. Like, you were born in, in Kansas, honey. Pele would never. <laughs> I mean, okay, actually, I'd, I'd love some Native Hawaiians to back me up on that. I will walk that back if y'all say I should. But, uh... uh I feel like they would agree if Pele were to come what to the, fuck? the world, she'd be going to Hawaii. Because she's the creator of the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. To come... What kind of settler colonial imperialistic bullcrap... I mean, have you have you noticed the right wing conspiracies? She yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, there's some white wing, right wing, right, right, right. sure there's some white wing, right wing conspiracy theories, right? But there, there, there's like, oh, all the Jews are out to get us, and then there's, oh, yeah. I am the reincarnation of a Hawaiian goddess. Yeah, that's a that is it a is. different type of beast. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. It's and gross. It prompted many protests outside the Love Has One rental. Good. Uh, filled with Hawaiians and their supporters to get this obvious cult who had come and started openly guard- disregarding the COVID restrictions in place. Just get them out of their town. Um, you know what? I, I wish that the <laughs> protesters were allowed to uh, use more violent means. Yeah. One protester, Mahina Laughlin, told the newspaper The Garden Island, I am blown away by the ignorance. They're predators. They're not here to be part of the community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There were many acts of vandalism and a couple small fires committed against Left as One. Good! The group retaliated in angry videos where Amy herself yelled, Fuck off! I'm Pele, bitch! Don't push me! I know. I hate her. I hate her so much. Still, the group attempted to flee the area and take refuge in Maui. Sure. So when they arrive in Maui, however, the group is stopped by the Maui Police Department. Good! The police inform Amy that their travel documents had some issues with them and that they had made a reservation at an unapproved location for their lodging. And with that, the group was forced to go back to Colorado. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Colorado, but like, hell yeah. Right? Just get her out. Get his ass. Uh, So due to the constant drinking and ingestion of colloidal silver, Amy was quickly declining at this point, and she was just wasting away. Mm -hmm. Her final days were said to be torturous. 
Members of the group stated that she was in constant pain. During this time, Amy would ask her followers to take her to the hospital, but out of fear that the cabal would get her, her followers defied that order. <gasps> Amazing. I love it. Amazing. She I mean, herself. She did. I mean, on the one hand, you, it is, it, it is, I, I am sorry to see anyone uh, not receiving the appropriate medical care. However, on the other hand, this is uh, kind of brilliant. So fucking brought it on yourself. Yeah, good for you, you guys. These people believe so much in this thing. You you took those weird ass conspiracy theories and you ran with it mm-hmm. to the detriment of your own leader. I kudos, right. kudos, true believers right there. So in early to, uh, April twenty twenty one, while Amy and her followers were in a group's rental property in Mount Shasta, California. Amy Carlson had died, and it is unclear what day she has died, as it's not really close to the day that she had been buried. Tell me about the burial, Melody. So, in an effort to preserve Love Has Won, the group attempted mummification of Amy's body. God's bless. They wrapped her in a sleeping bag and brought her to the home in Colorado. There, they put Amy's body on display in the living room. She was wrapped in string lights. You and, go, you funky little cultists. Oh, God, yeah. And as her body <laughs> decayed, the group decorated her more. Oh, my God. When her eyes were gone, the sockets were covered with glitter. Sure. Which is just terrifying. Listen, if the ancient Egyptians had had access to glitter and Christmas lights, <laughs> they, are you they telling me? They definitely would have put lights in the tombs, yes. But yeah. I feel like the paint and stuff would have been safe for the walls, you know? Maybe. The, the walls and all the sacrificial items. Like, if they had glitter, that would definitely go on the outside of those jars that kept all the organs. Oh, yeah. You don't think that they wouldn't have had, like, glitter paint? So just, <laughs> they like, would have. They, they would have had everything. so much fun. They would have glitter painted their, like, the oh, wrappings. Yeah. If they did figure out putting gold in paint at some points, and they did it everywhere they could. Like, yeah! So, listen, I... used literally ground gold as eyeshadow. So yes, I do believe that they would use glitter. 100%. Listen, I despise not on the body itself. Every single thing that Love Has One has done up to this point. But mummifying your cult leader and then decorating them and giving them like some sparkles. That's fascinating. That's just good fun. That's just like, great. You, you go, you funky little weirdos. Yeah. You worship that dead body. Yeah. Listen, we talk about normalizing death in our culture, and then we all get wigged out. When, you know, people are worshipping a mummified corpse. Why not? Why are we so weirded by that? Like little Christmas lights. Like, that's that's fun and funky. Yeah. In my non-professional opinion. Yeah. So, somewhere between Amy's death and watching her body decompose while people still dote over her body and produce live streams proselytizing and spreading conspiracy theories, Miguel Lamboy broke and decided Hell to go yeah. to the police about Amy's body. Why'd you have to ruin the fun, buddy boy? But, like, I'm glad you did. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad we learned For about For so things. many reasons. <laughs> Seven members of the group were arrested for the abuse of a corpse and child abuse as there were children living in the home with the dead body. All the decaying, sparkly dead body. Yes. I do want to say I feel very sorry for Amy's family. This is horrific. And yeah. I'm sorry they had to go through this. Yeah. That being said. And all charges were later dropped. Oh. They were? Yeah. 
Were they just too into it? Uh, I think with the religious elements of why they were keeping the corpse and everything, it's going to be very difficult to prosecute. Mm, um, that it's abuse of a corpse because Funky they little cultists. they truly believed in what they were doing. Oh my gosh! Um, is it weird that I find this charming? <laughs> like I'm just really, like, I look think, at you guys go. <laughs> yeah, I think there's certain grieving rituals and things that are nice. This is weird, but it's fascinating. It's only weird because nobody else gets like glitter body paint on them when they die and their eyes fall out. Um, and to talk about the legality of all of that, <laughs> you should watch the uh, Caitlin Doty video. That oh, that covers. was great. Can you uh, mummify the body of your cult leader? The answer should be yes. <laughs> if you if you have, a, I'm not saying like your cult members. I'm saying your leader. True. <laughs> Listen, we've been preserving like Lennon's body for how long? That's fine. Yeah. So why can't why can't a weird little cult that got kicked out of Hawaii for being the absolute worst? Like yeah yeah like wraps their wrap their cult leader in a in a little a little sleeping bag and you know with the Christmas lights. I mean, if people want to live with dead bodies, that's their business. In my opinion, there there is. A I think certain living level in the same house with that. Oh, it's not healthy at all. <laughs> like if if it is if you have an actively rotting piece of meat. In a home where you are bringing up, where, where people are living, that's not safe. Yeah. You don't that's not, I'm not saying this was safe. Make your food and stuff. Yeah. No. I'm not saying the children should have been allowed loose in this house mm-hmm. before or after the it's dead just, body. It's cute. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Since Amy's death, Love Has One has not been taken over by any one member. Ooh. Jason Castillo has created his own splinter group, Joy Reigns, which he calls himself Mother Father God. As he is now one with Amy's energy. Sure. He refers to people who did not follow him into his new group as the false team. <laughs> the mix of like corporate mm-hmm. propaganda sounding bullshit with like the weird religious stuff. Yeah. So the main group have renamed themselves 5D, full disclosure, and used the tagline, God was here. She ascended. Now it's your turn. The fuck? I know. That's such, like, a B-movie tagline, too. God, it's just tacky. (laughs) They continue to operate their online store, now under the name Mother Nature Natural Essentials. Sure. The YouTube channel is still thriving under the new name. Some of their more controversial videos have been taken down, but for the most part, Amy's legacy online is intact, and the group continues on. Wild. And this is the unfortunate story of the cult Love Has Won. Now, 5D, full disclosure. <laughs> Which is a name. It sure, man. They, they really just... chose something interesting. Mm. For... Mm. Yeah. It feels very petty to be picking on them for names when they've done, like, horrific things. But, like, <laughs> ah, we can't be petty about cults. Exactly. Oh, what the fuck? Sort of like with Nippy, it's like, oh, you were in a cult, but your name is fucking Nippy. At that point, like, weren't you kind of asking for it? Um, I'm sorry, that was mean. That was mean. But was it? Yeah, that was, it's, it's whirlwind. It's a strange one. Uh, there are, when you get to into some of the details of what these people truly believe, you're just like, how, how do you have all of these beliefs all at once? Because a lot of this stuff is contradicting what you said earlier. There is a watchdog group called Rising Above Love Has One. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that also has a YouTube channel where they call them out on a lot of their shit. Oh, cool. Um, Good. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're horrible, terrible people. Truly. I just, I just think that like, had they just like mummified the body and put it somewhere that wasn't in a space they were living in, like put it under the floorboards post style. Nice. Nice. Like maybe with a little, like a little shed. Yeah, or like with a little like viewing chamber. Yeah, like with like some glass and like it would have been nice. It would have been. It would be tasteful depending on the zoning. I don't. I I think tasteful and glitter paint are very much not in the same realm. Oh, never. No. Ever. No. But like, there's no tasteful amount of glitter paint. There is never a tasteful amount of glitter. Anything. I'm not saying you have to be tasteful in your art or mourning, because where's the fun in that? Exactly. Um. What do you think we are? Fucking Puritans? Um, like fucking Calvinists? Nah. Yeah, the only thing I, I'm against glitter for is the fact that it's just teeny tiny bits of plastic. It gets everywhere. Right. Listen, I don't want it around me. I feel about glitter the way Anakin Skywalker feels about sand. Thanks. It's coarse and gross and stupid and it gets everywhere. I do hate <sighs> sand for the fact that it gets everywhere. It That's gets everywhere. Like, I love it gets that it's under your eyelid. And like, it's somehow like, I always get, like, I don't eat sand, but like, it always like gets in like the back, like of my molars and I crunch and it's, ugh. Somehow, yeah. Ugh. Somehow it finds its way into your mouth. I don't every like time. it. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> Cults are um, dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I highly recommend that you go get therapy to help make yourself less vulnerable to a cult. Yeah. Because that is, that is a high risk for a lot of people. I mm-hmm. can quite literally list many people who I think are very highly susceptible to cults. And we will. <laughs> Our topic. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, it's a fascinating story, especially mm-hmm. one that is a modern cult and that is still going. Uh, and that is just so accessible. Yeah, they haven't risen to a dangerous enough level for intervention. I mean, like the Branch Davidians did with... Uh, David Koresh stockpiling weapons and fucking children, raping children, to be accurate. You know, they haven't reached that kind of level yet, but I have a fear of, like, somebody here is going to probably kill a person. Oh, yeah. Like, someone's going to snap. Yeah, but, you know, we all have that within us. Yeah. It's just, this is a, a doctrine and belief system that really brings that part out of you and allows them to take pride in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very special. Yep. And God, just so deeply anti-Semitic. And after the shit that went down in Texas, I just. Oh, yeah. It's concerning. It's concerning. And I don't like it. I mean, yeah. Anti-Semitism is so deeply ingrained in our culture. It's just so hard to even call out anti-Semitism without people just being like, oh, you're a victim. Like with most marginalized groups, it's like, oh, you're just playing victim or playing the race card. And it's like, no. This no, is, there's something very wrong here. It's it. I don't have to give a Holocaust deniery platform to not to be considered tolerant. I don't have to. The paradox of tolerance is that you have to be intolerant of intolerance. Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole thing. To maintain tolerance, you have to not allow people who are intolerant platforms. Exactly. You cannot be tolerant of it mm-hmm. because that is how tolerance is destroyed. Mm-hmm. There's one Nazi sitting at a table and 11 people go sit with him. You got yourself 12 12 Nazis. Nazis. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Unless they go to sit with him and immediately pull a knife on him. That's acceptable. Fair, yeah. (laughs) Then you might have zero Nazis. Yeah, there's also, there was some bartender who told a story about, like, the second you see 
one guy with some Nazi paraphernalia, whatever, you have to kick them you out. Kick them out because they'll send the polite ones first. Yeah, they'll send the nice guys, you know, the ones who are just, you know, hang, have a beer, whatever. But soon enough, the next thing you know, you're a Nazi bar. And you don't want to be that. You don't want to be a fucking Nazi bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, on that note, go get therapy. Go get the therapy. Go get the vaccines. Yep. Just yeah, all of them. All the vaccines. Yeah. Flu, COVID, get boosted. Whatever they're given to, you know, uh, like livestock. Just go for it. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> please. No more taking the wrong medications, livestock medications, liver disease medications, things like that. I am so excited that Joe Rogan might actually get fucking silenced. However, if you don't want to get the COVID vaccine, I've heard that just an insane amount of estrogen works really well for guys. <laughs> just like, just pump yourself full, buddy. Literally. Go great. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, y'all have a great week. We will uh, talk to you soon. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.